Welcome, 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 welcome. Oh, man. Um, I'm really excited for the show today. Uh, it is episode number 50 for me. Uh, so that's pretty exciting to be on this journey of this long and just talking about things I love like football with you guys. And I really appreciate those of you guys have listened. Um, I'll mention it again, but uh, there is a giveaway. If you follow me at numbers underscore behind, I have a Joe Burrow Donner's rookie, Tua Donner's rookie, and a Terry McLaurin Prism rookie. Love for you to go in there and enter the, the contest. All you got to do is follow me, uh, tag a friend, and guess how many yards rushing that Lamar Jackson will have on Thursday night. So we'll take those all the way up to the game. Uh, but again, just so excited. Thanks again for supporting me and checking out the show when you can. Uh, leaving comments and all that stuff. And Twitter's been more uh, interactive lately, which has been great. I was also on uh, on the fly with uh, Mike and Ty today. So if you want to check out some other football uh, tidbits, head over that way as well. But uh, with that, let's just jump into it. Let's get into our Monday uh, routine. Uh, then we'll kind of just, we'll start with the injury updates. Uh, Kyler and Hopkins, both out. That was, they were kind of week to week. Just something to monitor there. Kind of hurts Murray's uh, MVP status a bit. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Rogers kind of still no word in return. Obviously, there's a lot to unfold there in terms of having COVID and all the protocols and whatnot through the league. So that's just kind of a mess to even talk about because it's really no timetable. Uh, Zach Wilson, the Jets have said they're no hurry to bring him back. So really don't have anything for him in terms of when he'll return. Darnold's been playing pretty terrible. He's also playing injured with a, a bad shoulder. Um, so we kind of monitor that. But still, he's just been playing really bad. So it's just not good for his card value right now. Good news is Russell Wilson's cleared for full return, so he did his um, he did his thing in terms of being Russell Wilson and getting the care and the treatment and taking everything really seriously. And he's he's on track to be back a little bit earlier than expected. Definitely on the short end of the timetable for his injury, so that's great for Seattle. Uh, they just got a big win last week, and then they were on by this week. So uh, Tua misses the game kind of late, uh, and the Dolphins win without him anyways. Get their second win of the season, but uh, those are kind of just the injuries that are. Uh, popping up um, real quick. Just want to mention my sponsor again, Queen City Breaks. They've been supporting me, uh, sponsoring the show now for almost six weeks. Uh, again, Avery Harris and the guys, great breaks, variety of breaks, different sports. Uh, they're great conversation. Hang out, just hang out, watch breaks. If you're not into my tend to, uh, and I do like to break them. Great shipping. And the guys are reasonably priced. Uh, just some great group of guys just breaking cars and have a good time. So go check out Queen City Breaks on Facebook. Uh, for, and again, mention behind the numbers, you get $10 off your break. All right. So let's talk about the week review. It was an insane week. It was a wacky week. I put in the notes. It was just big underdogs. One um, teams with injuries you thought would struggle. They, they didn't, they still won. All right. And so the Browns, they, they cut OBJ and then they beat uh, the Bengals by 30. Uh, the Bengals are reeling right now. They, they lost the jets last week and this week, just a really poor showing. Uh, we'll talk about Burrow later in the show, but they struggled very offense. Couldn't get going. Uh, the Browns just kind of had them all game long. They just ran the ball on them, kind of beat them at will. Uh, the Browns have a great roster, and so they've been kind of up and down with injuries and dealing with different things with their team. But all in all, they do have a great roster. When they're healthy, they're a very dangerous team, um, and they kind of showed through this week. Uh, Dallas just gets blasted by the Broncos. They were down 30 to nothing in the fourth with uh, Dak's return. Really crazy, uh, really crazy game. Just didn't think that um, – the Broncos could play that way against Dallas, and they just had them every every facet of the game. It was so bad for Dallas, they blocked a punt and still gave the ball back. It was just one of those games where everything went wrong for Dallas. Look for them to bounce back next week, but 
definitely a tough loss for them, uh, trying to keep their momentum, lost their six-game winning streak. Uh, no Tua, no problem. Miami wins with Jacoby Brissett. I mean, Texans are pretty woeful, not much to not much of a threat. You know, Davis Mills hasn't been playing anymore. They put Tyrod right back in. So if you were kind of holding Davis Mills cards just to kind of see what can happen, uh, not much there. Uh, they're, you know, if, if he had something they believed in, they probably leave him in. Tyrod's not really helping a one in seven uh, football team. Uh, Saints rally late, but the Falcons secure the field goal for the victory. Uh, Saints were without Taysom Hill and then Winston's out for the year. Um, Kamara still very productive. Whoever's in there, he's still productive. I think he's a very sneaky long-term running back. I think he's, I think his ability to be a good, good running back stats-wise for a long time because he catches the ball so well. So definitely think he's a bit undervalued. Uh, Giants beat the Raiders. You know the Raiders kind of tend to always show up for a couple weeks and then lose to a team they shouldn't. They kept that trend kind of continued, um, losing at New York. Uh, pretty sloppy game from Carr overall, and they just you know those East Coast games are tough. Um, but anyway, yeah. So. I do think that the the Raiders is kind of muddy up the AFC West now. They were kind of clearly in the, in the lead. Now it's kind of a four team race. All four teams are right in it by a half a game or uh, tied for the division. Patriots handled the Bears pretty easily. Um, just the Patriots deep and stifled. Uh, really beat up uh, Darnold. Three picks for Darnold. CMC did return. So with CMC back, still struggling for Darnold, which again, we can say that the injury or whatnot, but they just don't look good. Offensively, the Panthers have really been regressing each week since probably about week three. I'd say they've been getting worse and worse. Uh, the Jags upset the Bills is probably the biggest upset of the day. Nine to six, no touchdowns. Uh, Josh Allen was very inconsistent. The defensive Josh Allen was stole the show. I think he had a couple sacks, a pick. Uh, very impressive game for him. And, you know, Lawrence managed the game. The Bills defense is really tough. He didn't make any very mistakes. And he kind of left with an ankle injury. We got carded in the, the locker room, but came back out and got the job done and got him the win. So kind of a gutsy performance from Lawrence. You like to see that. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about his stats in a bit. Uh, Vikings have a you know kind of the same song. They start out strong, and then they lose late. They've done that three or four times this year. They're a very good football team. They have a lot of talent offensively, and their defense is solid, not great. They tend to fizzle at the end often, so really tough uh, for them to keep losing that way. Their season's kind of in shambles right now, sitting at three and five. And then KC, or excuse me, Herbert was terrific against the Eagles. Down and went to Philly, got a big win. That was a good win for the Chargers. They had been losing the last couple. So it's good to see them get back on track. Herbert was a top fantasy quarterback this week. So he continues to have that another good year, which is great to see for a second year guy. Um, he's in the MVP conversation. We'll talk about that a bit later. Uh, KC outlast Green Bay, uh, 13 to seven. Love was 19 or 34 for 190. And believe it or not, he was a leading passer in the game with that stat line. Um, overall, I think for me, Love, he shows a lot of flashes. He's got zip on his throws. He's very athletic. Um, you can just tell he doesn't get a lot of reps with those guys. There's a lot of different plays that I remember. Watch, I watched that entire game. Um, you know, the Casey sent the house. Uh, he threw kind of a back shoulder type throw to Devontae Adams and Devontae Adams took off where, you know, you figure if they kind of more chemistry, maybe he just turns around and catch that back shoulder. Um, but he was off on a lot of throws. His accuracy is still a little bit concerning, but you know, Josh Allen's accuracy was really bad first year and I'm not comparing him to Josh Allen in terms of talent. We know what Josh Allen is. Josh Allen has proven it, but I'm just saying we can't, I'm not going to write off Jordan Love yet because I do see the arm talent. I do see athleticism. So I'm going to give him some more time, but um, all in all, you know, kind of a rough first game. For him, um, tough environment. Casey's a tough place to play, but they're in it. You know, he wasn't he wasn't horrendous, but he wasn't great. So not a bad first game, not a good first game for him. Uh, Cardinals without Murray and and Hopkins, and they win against San Francisco on the road. Um, 
that's crazy to me. San Fran was in a must-win situation. They needed to come out with a win there to really get themselves back in it, and they lost with a team without their starting quarterback uh, in the in the division at home. So San Fran's in a really tough spot going forward. Uh, I'm not sure if they start getting Lance more reps soon once he's healthy or if they're going to rest him and just make him learn the sidelines. But all in all, very disappointing for San Fran fans. You know, probably, I mean, definitely the Jags is really surprising in the, against the Bills. But Titans dominating the Rams on Sunday Night Football in L.A. was just as equally surprising to me. And I mean dominate. Like, they were ahead the whole game. Uh, their defensive line was just after Stafford the entire game. AP was pretty much just came in. I mean, he did split time with McNichols, but I was surprised of uh, AP's usage. And they just, they won. I mean, Tannehill and company didn't make any mistakes. Rabel's doing a great job coaching. Kind of probably up for coach of the year. The Titans over the last four weeks have beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, and now the Rams in four weeks. That is an incredible stretch. Bears play tough night against Pitt, um, but the refs really killed them. I mean, they were 140-ish yards to about 25 to 30 yards in penalties versus Pitt to Pitt to the Bears. Like, really ugly game with a lot of flags. But what was really impressive, and we should be excited about the card market, is Fields made some really impressive throws to give them the lead under two minutes in the two-minute drill. Uh, beautiful throw to A-Rob on a, a slot fade to the outside. Um, A-Rob almost tiptoed that in for touchdown. Got about a 39-yard gain. And then like two plays later, he hit Mooney, like a perfect throw um, as he was kind of rolling to his left inside the end zone. Mooney got both feet down. It was a great, great play. And so it was just really encouraging. I mean, Fields had a pretty good day overall. Um, he's getting better each week. I would say the one thing with him that's been really impressive to me is his poise. It just seems like in that moment, in that two-minute drill, or even at the end there where they're trying to get close enough for a field goal that just came up short, just looks really calm, looks collective. I think that's a really good good thing to notice in a young quarterback. So very impressed with him and his progression so far. Um, and with that, let's move to the rookie production. So we got um, – so Trevor Lawrence, 15 to 26 for 118, 4.5 yards per completion. Uh, that's pretty concerning. I'm kind of tired of seeing that line, but I know that's how Urban Meyer likes to do his offense. A lot of dink and dunk and get guys in space, but it's not working with the Jags in terms of their offense. And I do hope um, that they make some type of change offensively going forward because Lawrence does a good job pushing the ball downfield. You get a big, uh, strong quarterback with that kind of arm. He shouldn't be throwing uh, bubble screens and short slants all day long. So I do hope that changes eventually. Uh, but for you know against the Bills defense, I can understand it. Uh, Mac Jones very efficient. Uh, oh, I wish it, twelve of eighteen, so you know sixty six percent, one thirty nine, one touchdown, one pick. Definitely was a game management for them. Uh, the Panthers have a pretty good defense as well, so they were just trying to make sure the Panthers made the mistakes and they did. Uh, so pretty good by him to not really kill them. Their team. Uh, Zach Wilson didn't didn't play as we know. Fields tonight he finished up with fifteen of twenty five for two ninety one, one touchdown, one pick. 45 yards rushing, which is pretty good against the Pittsburgh's defense. Their defense is very tough, and that's on the road. Um, Lance is still not playing. Uh, Jamar Chase, pretty mild game, 6 for 49 on 13 targets. That's quite the target share. Devonta Smith had a great game, 5 for 116 and a touchdown on 6 targets. Um, Jalen Waddell, 8 for 83 on 10 targets. He seems to do a little bit better with Brissett, which is interesting. Seems like when Brissett's in there, Brissett looks to him more, and uh, they have a little bit better chemistry, which is odd since two had played with Waddell in college. Um, Pitts was 3 for 62 on 7 targets. Uh, Najee Harris tonight was 22 for 62, one touchdown, three catches for 19. It's a little bit mild game for him tonight, but still a touchdown. Javante Williams looked really good against Dallas, uh, 17 for 111 on the ground. Um, I was just really impressed. He just breaks a lot of tackles. He's got great vision. I do think he's a very um, 
a guy I'm going to keep my eye on down the road, uh, as I think his cards will be pretty cheap in Prism out the gate, but he could be a nice RB1 maybe next year if Denver gets a good O-line and a quarterback that can stretch the field at some point. But I do like his talent. He looks really good. As I said, Mills isn't playing anymore. Sermon's not getting any time. Uh, St. Brown's on bye. Chubba Hubbard stepped back up to uh, CMC again, but he had a catch for 33 yards. Uh, Kadarius Tony's been getting a lot of dynasty love. Uh, slow, slow down, one catch for nine yards. Rashad Bateman's a guy that's definitely been coming up over the last couple of weeks since he's been activated. Uh, five for 52 and eight targets. Seems like him and Lamar have a good thing going. And I didn't want to mention uh, Micah Parsons. He's got eight tackles for two and a half sacks. Uh, with two and a half sacks for Dallas. And I, I just think that we've seen Chase Young have value in the hobby. We've seen Nick Bosa have value in the hobby. Those guys in a little bit bigger markets that make an impact with sacks tend to have a chance. And I think Michael Parsons is on his way to uh, potentially having some value in the hobby. So definitely a, a sleeper pick uh, defensively if you're looking for that. So moving to our hot and cold players. Um, so it's cold players, you know, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the big uh, elephant in the room. Elephant in the room is Patrick Mahomes. He was 20 of 37, 166, one touchdown, um, 4.5 yards per completion. I, I can't believe that when I looked that up. 4.5 yards per completion for the air raid KC offense that was scoring, you know, 50 points a game at one point in their high. Uh, that's concerning. It's really concerning. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, that in a bit. But, you know, wh- what do you guys think? Let's put in the comments. What do you think about Mahomes' value? Like his rookie card value, he's still up in the 7,200 uh, 7, for his PSA 10 prism. Um, he's that shelf below Brady, but the shelf way above everybody else. Um, is that warranted? He's got one championship. Uh, this is quite the stretch, quite the concerning stretch. And so, uh, just what do you guys think about Mahomes? Is he is he overvalued? Do you think it's gonna be a buy? Is he a buy right now? Like, how do you guys feel? I, I think he's overvalued. I think that he's at the point right now where I don't see that team in a position right now to win multiple championships. Now, this is just one year. Maybe there's a couple things they got to tweak, but you know, last year was offensive line that cost him the Super Bowl. Doesn't look much better. Um, we're not seeing it. We're not seeing it. So we'll talk a little bit more at the end here on my my five takeaways. But I, I do think Mahomes is overvalued right now. I think seventy two hundred for a quarterback with one championship. Um, you know, if Josh Allen gets a ring, they should be a lot co- closer. Uh, there's a lot of different. You know, Russell Wilson, like those guys, Aaron Rodgers, they should be closer. Uh, so very very interesting. Uh, Joe Burrow's pretty cold. Twenty eight for forty, two eighty two, two picks, and the, the real big one was the ninety nine yard. INT return. He threw a pick six for 99 yards uh, in the very beginning of the game. I think that just kind of sunk the Bengals. Uh, they couldn't recover from that. So definitely tough on Burrow uh, in that situation. Uh, Sam Darnold, uh, 16 of 32 for 133 and three picks. Again, he was kind of a buy for me in the beginning of the year when he looked good and it's just kind of slid. I, I kind of said you kind of got to get out from underneath him a couple weeks ago, but I'm not, I'm not seeing anything that there's they're value-wise for him in the hobby, and you can tell by his rookie cards right now they're going for like 50 bucks for a PSA 10. So um, he's definitely struggling. Josh Allen, got you know, he's got to take the bad with the good with him. I mean, 31 to 47 is not horrendous, but 264, two picks. Didn't find the end zone for the first time in forever. Uh, so definitely a, a cold week for the Bills and Josh Allen. Hot players this week. You know, Herbert was impressive, 356, two touchdowns, and a rushing TD. He was a top fantasy quarterback, as I mentioned. Uh, Lamar Jackson, another – you know, big week, 266, three touchdowns with 120 yards rushing. That's, you know, Lamar's bread and butter there. You know, close to 250 passing, over 100 yards rushing, comes up with almost 400 yards total offense. So uh, Lamar's playing well. He's kind of going under the radar. I do think the Ravens um, are in a good position in that division right now. They're kind of the only team that's being somewhat consistent. Um, and he, you know, he's kind of an MVP dark horse. I, I think there's a couple guys that are head and shoulders above him right now. But um, overall, he's playing pretty well. 
you know, Jonathan Taylor, kind of my guy uh, to start the year, uh, 172 yards, rushing two TDs and 24 yards receiving. That's on Thursday night against the Jets. Just huge fantasy day, just a huge chunk, chunk game for him. Um, he's been, I think, hands down right now. He's dynasty RB1. People are really looking to invest him long term. And uh, I am too. Nick Chubb had another nice game to kind of come back from his injury, kind of getting going again, which is good to see. Uh, 137 yards, two touchdowns, 24 yards receiving. Um, but those are kind of the hot and cold players of the week. Um, I am working on my rookie um, article. Had to kind of handpick some values and getting the PSA all information out. It's taking a little bit longer, so I'm really pushing to get it out this weekend in terms of the full, the full article for you guys. But I want to give you guys a couple uh, tidbits, a couple notes, a uh, little teasers for you um, as we go. So Mahomes at the preseason was 8,400, so he's down 1,200 to 7,200 right now, uh, which I thought he'd be down a little bit more, to be honest, but he's only down 7,200. Uh, Brady is up to 21K for his Bowman Chrome PSA 10, which is up 5K from preseason. So he's one of the big gainers um, in a declining market uh, with how well he's playing at his age. So that's extremely impressive. Um, Henry hit $700 before his injury, uh, PSA 10. Hasn't had any sales since his injury, which is smart by people. Uh, but $700 is where he's hitting. That's as high as Dak. That's as high as that's like right up there um, with Dak. And once who's the other guy right there? Uh, let me actually look. Sorry. Let's see here. Have it right here. Uh, that's right up there with, with Dak Stafford, 768. He's above Lamar. He was above Lamar Jackson. Who's at 550 right now above Deshaun Watson and Justin Herbert uh, for PSA 10 rookies. So it's pretty impressive for a running back to be that, that high. And it's because he's a very unique running back. And I, you know, the injury is tough. Um, doesn't sound like to be a career, uh, shortening type injury, but I really hope he comes back to the full force again because he's so fun to watch. Cooper Cup is the biggest non quarterback gaining guy. He's gained 25% of his value. He's up to 180, which is great for him. A PSA 10 rookie of uh, Cooper Cup for 180. That's it's good value. It's good value for a receiver. It's kind of one for a receiver who's just kind of, you know, he's he's a possession PPR receiver. He's a guy that gets a lot of a lot of volume and does the best he can with it. And so I think Cooper Cup has just been really fun to watch this year in the Rams office besides uh, last night when they struggled against the Titans. And then, the, you know, other uh, rookie note that I want to note is that Deshaun Watson has only dropped $50 since his preseason value with not being not playing and not being traded. I just think that's crazy. He's not playing at all. He has all these negative allegations and his price is $50. So that means, I mean, obviously his talent is enough for people to hold. Um, and still when people were selling, they're not dropping a lot. So, I'm just really surprised that his value is holding so strong. He's still going to be in our top 10 um, when all said and done with the article. And I just want to leave you guys with uh, kind of five takeaways from the week. But again, uh, I got a giveaway. It's 50th episode. Uh, really excited about it. And I want you guys to please follow me at numbers underscore behind. And again, when you follow me, all you got to do is it's pinned into my profile is the giveaway. You just have to guess Lamar uh, Jackson's rushing yards for Thursday night, tag a friend, and make sure you're following me. That's all you got to do. Uh, all, whoever gets closest uh, to the yardage for Lamar Jackson will get a Joe Burrow and a Tua Donners rookie and a Terry McLaurin Prism rookie. So check it out. Again, follow me at numbers underscore behind. All right, my five takeaways a week to close this out. Uh, Jerry Judy looks good. Jerry Judy looks like he's back. He's one of my buy guys that's really looking for him to kind of ascend this year into his second year. And he looks good with a mediocre QB. He's very explosive with the ball in his hands again. Uh, he seems like he's getting more comfortable in his route running. Um, so Judy's back on a buy for me. 
Uh, Deshaun Watson didn't get traded, so he's likely out for the entire season. So just keep that in mind if you're holding Watson stuff. Again, if it's not dropping much and you're really concerned long-term, be a good time to buy since the price is holding. Um, but overall, I do think that um, it's pretty much riding to the wall. He's not going to play this year because he didn't get traded, and the t- Texans don't want to play him. So very interesting uh, position there. It might be a kind of a draft day thing to monitor when uh, the draft comes around. Uh, need to exercise patience to 2021 class. I had a good friend, uh, uh, Matt Reynolds, up here in Canada, just kind of asked me, Hey, are you, you know, kind of out on 2021 products? And, you know, well, one, the 2021 products are delayed. We haven't seen Mosaic. Uh, Donruss is kind of people are just kind of over it. And no, I'm not out on this product because I think Jamar Chase is a special talent receiver. I think Kyle Pitts is really good as well, but he's going to be tough for a value standpoint. But you still have five first round quarterbacks. And I think that that's. That's enough bullets to take some chances on. We know that there are, some are going to be busts, and we know some of them aren't going to last long in the league. But, I mean, Mac Jones looks like he's kind of getting good rhythm for a long career. Uh, Fields is showing flashes now. I think Lawrence is getting better every week. And I still think Sam Fran has a plan for Lance, so we got to be patient. I think the only player that you know is really concerning that we're not seeing a lot from the team or him is Zach Wilson. But he's still, you know, he beat the Titans. He had a great game, came back and beat them. So, he, I mean, there's been a little bit for each guy. No guy setting the world on fire like Herbert. Herbert's a very rare situation. There's not very many guys that can come in and tear the league apart like Herbert did. And, you know, the other thing you have to kind of remember is around this time last year, uh, Burrow just blew his knee out. Tua was shaky. And Herbert uh, was just starting to really win some people over and start taking over that top quarterback in the class. And people were still buying everything with Burrow's knee being blown out and Tua not looking awesome. Uh, the products were great. I know it was a lot higher time in the hobby, but I just think in terms of, you know, what we expect from this class with Lawrence and just seeing, you know, from last year's class, how people, how strong people still feel, still think it is. I think we have to be a little bit patient. Just be a little more patient with Tell 21. Um, I'm, I'm takeaway four. I'm legitimately concerned. We won't see the KC air raid again. Um, that just scoring 45, 50 points whenever they want. Uh, huge chunk plays all the time. It just... I don't know. I just think it's, it might be over. Uh, the reason I say that is, you know, I think about the Rams season that they had a couple years ago when McVay first came into LA, they just, they were scoring at will nonstop. And then just kind of like they hit, the team's going to hit a wall. I'm not sure if people adjusted or how people figure them out. You know, I know that Casey's getting a lot of four high, a lot, a lot of two high safeties, like uh, quarters look cover fours, keeping everything in front of them. And they're just, they're not getting those chunk plays they used to get to really uh, push the needle in terms of points and yardage. That's concerning. You know, a big part of Mahomes is, you know, seeing those high volume, you know, 400 yard passing days and we're not. And so if those don't come back, what's that do for his value? What's that do for that team? And so just legitimately concerned about that. I, you know, I'm worried that that was something we've assumed would be there for a long time and it's not. And uh, closing up for the, my takeaways uh, again, Brady had a great week <laughs> as in a bye week because I think he made the biggest gains in the MVP race. You know, Josh Allen lost, Dak lost, Kyler didn't play. I know Derek Henry's out of the MVP race, but his team won without him. You know, Kyler Murray's team won without him. I think that really that, that has to matter a little bit in terms of MVP. If your team can win a big game without you, um, how how valuable are you? You know, so I think Brady is kind of the front runner when it comes to MVP right now. I think it's kind of clear cut him. Um, and if the Bucks keep winning and win that division and get the one seed in the NFC, I, I think that uh, Brady will be the obvious choice. I think Herbert's you know legitimately a contender with it. If the Chargers can win that, you know, win the AFC West and make make a run here at the end of the season. And I think Lamar Jackson's also a contender right now. But all in all, as one, you know, my takeaway five is Brady had a nice week at home. <laughs> but again, thanks for being with me with episode 50. I look forward to many more. 
Uh, I, like I said, I always remember listening to Ty's 100th episode and be like, man, it'd be cool to have 100 episodes, and I'm halfway there. So have a great night. I look forward to chatting with you guys on Thursday, and we'll be checking out the new, see how the Kaboom prices are doing and get a little more product update. Take care. Mm-hmm.